Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. It's that time of night, you can't stay uptight So come and join the people and I'm feeling alright Here on Overnight America Overnight America Marriage hmm. Has the institution itself changed over the years in America? I don't know, or maybe our view of it has changed. But when we talk about the importance of marriage, though, we need to think beyond a religious ceremony. Does a successful marriage matter to other people? I'm talking about those inside the home and outside the home who aren't the bride and groom. I'm Mike Ferguson. And the reality is, yes, the health of marriages actually affects others. I'm joined now by Wendy Wang, the Director of Research for the Institute for Family Studies. Uh, Dr. Wang, thanks so much for the time today. And and let me start off with, I guess, the overall view of the, the research and the study that you've done. And it says that, well, two things. We're, we're not getting married as much as we used to, but the marriages that do happen, it looks like they're more successful overall, at least right now. Is that fair? a fair assessment? Yes. Um, so, you know, I just uh, get the numbers from the Census Bureau and they, the new Census Bureau um, data shows that divorce rate has reached a 50-year low uh, in last year. And then on the other hand, the marriage rate has reached all-time low. So we are seeing both trends um, going in the same direction, which is quite interesting. Yeah, it is. And before we get into some of the really deep uh, numbers, because I, I tend to not be as interested in numbers as to what they actually mean. So outside of a religious ceremony, like I mentioned, how does marriage, a healthy marriage, affect people economically and otherwise when those marriages are healthy and successful? Oh, um, marriage has a lot of benefits to individuals and families. And as you may know, research has shown that married people tend to be happier, healthier, and economically better off. And this is, you know, numerous data has uh, confirmed that. Yeah, absolutely. And a healthy marriage now, does that have, you know, I guess, residual effects 
for maybe children of the marriage? Are they more likely to be successful economically or otherwise, or does that matter at all what this generation does with their marriage? It does matter. Uh, we know that people, um, children grow up with two married parents tend to do a lot better in school. They tend to less likely to have issues, um, you know, both physically, um, actually like a lot of health issues and, and then um, they're more likely to graduate um, from college. So there's a lot of benefits for children. Yeah, and somebody who does better in school and college is more likely to economically be better off uh, financially over the course of their career. I would, I think the data yeah. is pretty clear on that. Yes, absolutely. And then they also tend to be more likely to marry um, later on and stay married as well. The children grow up um, from married families. That's the benefit for them for their own marriage later on in life. Wendy, let me go back and ask a quick question on the uh, divorce rate being at a 50-year low. Has the COVID-19 pandemic era and the government responses and the shutdowns and all that sort of thing, has that affected that? I mean, are there people who maybe want to get divorced, but they can't because the office is closed uh, at the courthouse or the lawyer's office? So are the trends accurate in showing that we are having more successful marriages uh, or is this a matter of uh, people are just delaying a divorce? There are some couples who probably are delaying the divorce because, you know, the court the court are closed because of COVID. Um, but I will say it's a small group of people. And in fact, uh, that a new study has shown that the um, people, a lot of couples actually think that COVID brought them closer to each other. Um, according to the new American Family Survey, a majority of the married Americans say that the pandemic has made them appreciate their spouse more, and half of them agree their commitment to marriage has deepened. So I will say, in a sense, that actually it could be a um, blessing in disguise. That really is uh, interesting because uh, we we keep hearing, and, and we do, I think it's fair to say most people probably have had moments of just feeling cooped up, trapped. You want to get out of the house desperately. You want to go to the office. You want to go to a movie. You want to go to a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've heard a lot about the mental health effects of the uh, restrictions and the shutdowns and all that kind of stuff. So I, I think it's fascinating that so many people have said, but in this area of my life, we've actually found a way to improve our lives uh, because of it. Yes. Um, not only the couples, but we also have a new research out showing that teenagers are actually doing a lot better during pandemic than they were like a year ago. And people are surprised by that. I mean, the reason why is they're spending more time with their parents. Um, so I think it's same thing goes with the couples. And now they spend more time with each other. They can appreciate um, what they, you know, each other has done for the family. So that is the positive thing. Yeah, I'm surprised to hear that myself because I've seen so many news stories about uh, suicide rates going up and teenagers struggling because they can't go see their friends. I guess I never thought to ask the question, but they are spending more times with their parents and with their siblings as well. So that that is an interesting aspect that I had no idea. Yeah, and also they sleep more. I think that was another thing. <laughs> yeah, they sleep more so they feel better. 
I know it's not a mass data point, but that's absolutely true in in my house here with my wife's kids as well. We can barely wake them up at all. But let me ask you this. Um, when you were doing the number crunching, is, does it matter that the couples are legally married? Is there some advantage to that as opposed to just living together long term? That's a good question. Um, so we we all know that these days a lot of people choose to live together without getting married, and we also know cohabitation is not is not equal to marriage when it comes to stability and how you know and also a lot of benefits of the marriage that you know cohabit couples are not getting. So um, uh, based on what I've seen, I think cohabiting couples are also doing relatively better than the, um, say, single um, person, because during pandemic, they, at least they have someone to fall back on. Um, um, but compared to the married couples, um, they're not, not doing as good as, as married couples in a lot Is of areas. Are there any differences between, say, income brackets uh, when it comes to starting a marriage or divorcing? I mean, do do poor people or middle class or, or wealthier people have any differences in those categories? So does does money matter in marriage? Unfortunately, money does matter. Um, so like you mentioned earlier on, the marriage has uh, dropped, marriage rate has dropped, divorce has dropped as well. It is and large um, due to the fact that today um, marriage tend to become a more selective thing. So the people who get married are more likely to be highly educated, they have more money, and they're also older, which um, all of these factors reduce the risk of divorce. And then conversely, those who uh, don't have as much money, were, who are more likely to be impacted by the COVID-19 mm-hmm. economy, so to speak, um, I guess that would be not a deterrent, but maybe a barrier to marriage uh, just because of finances? Yes. Um, we've done research in this field, and we ask single people, you know, what are the reasons why you're not getting married? Because a lot of them, at least a majority of them say they still want to get married, and a top reasons they give us is uh, they cannot afford a wedding or they do not have a stable job, which are the things that are related to economy and the money. So at this, um, you know, and during the t- pandemic and we see large number of unemployment rate, um, so it's hard to see these people um, <laughs> getting married because of, you know, their economic, fin- economic situation are, are getting worse. All right, uh, Dr. Wendy Wang uh, from the Institute for Family Studies. It's ifsstudies.org. I really appreciate uh, the uh, perspective and uh, the insight because I was surprised by some of the things that you found. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, I think a lot of uh, things are actually encouraging. Um, So divorce rate is done is really good for married couples. All right, Dr. Wang, thank you so much for the uh, information. If you have some thoughts on this, yeah, let's hear it. We've got time, 436-7900 here in the St. Louis area or anywhere in America. You can call me at 800-925-1120. I'm Mike Ferguson, in for Ryan Recker on KMOX. Listening to KMOX has never been easier. Siri, play KMOX. When we get to the top of the hour, uh, we're going to be talking, uh, among other things, about uh, 
you know, the COVID-19 restrictions and everything that's happening. And also, can America heal up? Joe Biden is saying now that the election is over, he wants uh, the country to unify. And so I uh, hear from a couple different perspectives on that. I'm Mike Ferguson in for uh, Ryan Recker uh, just for tonight. Uh, you get Ryan back uh, tomorrow. Looking over some of the local uh, news websites uh, during that uh, break that we just had there. Uh, you know, in St. Louis County, speaking of the COVID-19 thing, uh, you know, there's uh, the the new rules went into effect. The new crackdown orders went into effect. Everybody who lives in St. Louis County now by decree of Sam Page uh, is supposed to stay at home unless you're going to go out to do one of, I don't know, six or seven things that are government approved. But otherwise, it's a stay at home order. Uh, I don't know anybody who's actually taking that seriously and staying home because Sam Page told you to stay home. I mean, if you are, I'm curious uh, as to your perspective on that, but I'm not. I'm not going to really listen to it. But I'm looking over. This one's from KMOV uh, TV. And as of last night, there are still some restaurants that are supposed to be ordered closed for indoor dining. They can do carryout or they can do, you know, Grubhub or Postmates or whatever. But some of the restaurants just made it clear we're not closing down. Uh, we are going to have indoor dining uh, because we need to stay open for business. And the story features a Satchmo's Bar and Grill, which, by the way, at one point they had, uh, you know, those those kind of, uh, well, not accordion signs, what do you call it, the V signs um, that they set out, then they write the special on them, and it said very clear, Sam Page is not welcome here. So they're making their thoughts known on this. And uh, they opened up, basically said, come get us. And I have seen a lot of people uh, mentioned Satchmo's Bar and Grill on social media, Bartolino's in down in South County, a few other places where the restaurants are saying, no, we're, we're not going to go through another uh, shutdown. Um, and we've got employees who need to work. We've got people who want to buy from us. Uh, we're, we're just, we just can't do this. And, um, you know, it, it's, I've seen a lot of people specifically putting out on social media, this restaurant is defying the government order, go support them, you know, go buy from them, go dine there. Um, and, and I get that because so many people are, are so angry about what's happening. And, and this is kind of what it's come to in St. Louis in particular. I'm sure it's probably happening every other, you know, other places around the country, but in St. Louis here, it, it's come down to people think we have to make a choice between battling coronavirus and being worried about, you know, controlling what we can of coronavirus, which isn't a lot. We have to choose between that and continuing to do commerce, continuing to let people have jobs, uh, continuing to allow businesses to survive, especially small businesses. I mean, especially the locally owned businesses that, that make so many neighborhoods around St. Louis, what they are, give them that, that unique, flavor. Listen, I, I like I like Applebee's as much as the next guy, but uh, Applebee's doesn't bring something to your community the way that a local locally owned long long running business like a, you know, a local Italian place on the hill that's local or one of the Mediterranean, you know, Greek foods uh, that's that's on Manchester or something like that. Uh, those are something special and they're some of them are not going to survive if they're forced to shut down. So we had some uh, legal battlings on this the last time there was a shutdown. There was a gym that uh, decided to stay open. They got served papers. They filed a lawsuit. They ended up losing, and I think they complied with the court order. But 
at some point, the way that this is escalating, I would not be surprised if somebody even decides they're not going to comply with a court order. Um, Hopefully it doesn't get really, really ugly. But with the case of the restaurants and the bars, it's not just that there are some businesses that are deciding to fight back. And and by the way, I support them uh, in fighting back. Uh, It's not just that they're saying no. Uh, this, uh, This statement posted on the internet, whatever letter was sent to us, we're simply not going to allow you to order our business closed because you think that's that's uh, going to be the better thing overall for society, even though it screws us bad. It's not just they're staying open. It's not just that they're suing, saying this is um, illegal and unconstitutional, and they'll let, they'll let the courts decide that. I'm certainly not going to decide that. What's interesting here is that there's real money being put behind this uh, lawsuit. The the first one was probably more of a stunt thing. It was probably more of a public relations battle. The Missouri Restaurant Association, uh, which obviously represents restaurants, bars, and grills around the state, they are well-funded. And uh, they do have uh, pretty high-dollar lawyers that they can bring in because they're going to want to make a statement in St. Louis that, that elected officials and unelected bureaucrats, health directors, and things like that that uh, they're not going to be able just to sit in a meeting and write check boxes next to this business can't go on, this business we're going to allow to happen, uh, you know, this business, no, I don't think so. We're going to put a bunch of restrictions on this business. So I think they're looking to make a statement. So I, th- I think um, I think Sam Page possibly could be in for a surprise. But here's the other thing, and this is what this is what people are forgetting on uh, the entire thing. I mean, a lot of people are angry at Sam Page, and so am I. Don't get me wrong. Um, you know, I, I think he's abusing his authority. Um, I think he's, you know, had the Republicans in uh, St. Louis County found a candidate you could take seriously. You know, they may have had a chance to to actually win that seat, even though St. Louis County is pretty, pretty blue. But the fact of the matter is um, that the Republican, the Republicans lost to most the most hated politician in the St. Louis metro area, in in my general observation and because they didn't run anybody against him. But also don't forget, while the free marketeers and the conservatives and everything are very quick to get mad at the Democrats, like Sam Page, or I suspect Lyda Cruz in here before too long is going to announce some more restrictions, or J.B. Pritzker. In Missouri, don't forget the, the only reason that Sam Page is legally allowed to take his, you know, take his uh, scythe to uh, the businesses and chop them down is because there's a statewide emergency order in place right now that Governor Parson ordered, or he directed the health department to order. So Governor Parson is allowing the local uh, local politicians to kind of abuse their people the way Sam Page is doing. So if Governor Parson rescinded that emergency order, which obviously he's not going to do because it allows them to do other things like you know, move equipment and money and things like that around very quickly— but if he were to modify that order to rein in politicians like Sam Page, he might be able to protect these businesses from their local government. And I think that's what he should do. At least that's what I hope he will do at some point. So if you're angry at the local government arbitrarily shutting down restaurants or, or shutting down bars, which, by the way, up until this point, they've been pretty compliant They've really tried to work with them, but 
I don't know if um, Sam Page just doesn't understand or if he just doesn't care that he's putting people out of business and that people are losing their jobs. Not they have to wait to come back until the coronavirus numbers go to a different direction. They're losing their jobs because of these orders. And so in order to protect the citizens of St. Louis County or whatever other jurisdiction you want to talk about, in order to protect them from their local government, protect them from Sam Page, Governor Parson could fix that right now. He could modify his order, restrict what the local governments can do when it comes to shutting down businesses, and uh, and probably end up winning you know, a lot more votes for his own uh, party along the way. Just my thoughts on that. All right, uh, still ahead, holiday season coming around. Maybe you're going to see your family. Maybe you're not going to see your family. Maybe you're going to go to gatherings. Maybe you're not. But there's a lot of people who are tempted to to just kind of go wild with the uh, shopping. Maybe you are too. I mean, come on. It's been a lousy year. Let's at least go out with a bang for 2020 with some holidays. Get out the credit cards, right? And uh, we've got some we've got some better advice for you on uh, how to handle that and your debt. Don't set yourself up for failure in 2021 with uh, going overboard in 2020. We're going to talk to the experts over at creditcards.com. Just ahead, I'm Mike Ferguson in for Ryan Recker here on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
It's a Billikens Tuesday. Kills his dribble, finds a Beckel off the right block. Packed in, skip pass, kick out Crawford three. Bang! Mike Crawford starts it off early. Your home for Billikens basketball this season. Debuting November 25th on America's Sports Voice. KMOX. You know, it's been a tough year for pretty much everybody in America. I mean, it's been tough emotionally because of, you know, fear of COVID or we've known somebody with COVID or we've had COVID like I did, uh, but also the isolation of being stuck in your house and not able to go to work and not able to go out to restaurants and things like that. It's been a hard year for kids in particular because so many of them have not been allowed to see their friends at school. So, I really understand the urge of a lot of parents and a lot of grandparents to want to do something extra special this holiday season for the kids. But what happens if it's been a tough year financially and you just can't afford that? Hey, that's what credit cards are for, right? Well, maybe not. I'm Mike Ferguson, joined now by uh, Ted Rossman from Bankrate.com. And uh, Ted, the the interesting survey you've got, uh, at one hand, I find it a little scary, but on the other hand, I really understand basically half of America, give or take a few percentage points, is kind of in the mindset of, you know what, to have a good Christmas or a good holiday season, whatever holiday they celebrate, maybe it's okay to to go in debt and overspend on the credit cards. Is that basically what's happening right now? That's a lot of what we're seeing. Yeah. So my urge is to ask all of us to revisit this temptation just because credit card rates are still really high. We hear so much about record low interest rates from the Federal Reserve. Mortgage rates are at record lows. Car loans are very low. Credit cards are not so low. The average is about 16%. Many people, though, are paying 20, 25, even 30%. But this debt can be really, really costly. So what I would suggest is let's try to find some lower cost ways to celebrate the holidays so that you're not entering 2021 behind the eight ball. Yeah, with a lot of people pushed there right now with 2020's economy, although it clearly is coming back for most of the country. And Ted, one trend I noticed, if I'm reading this correctly, is that the older that we tend to be, the less likely we are to be willing to do that overspending. Um, Do we just get wiser with age and experience, or is there some other explanation? I think a lot of what's going on here with millennials is that so many of them have young kids. And we saw a really strong correlation here between millennials are the most likely generation to be busting that budget this holiday season, and parents with children under 18 are much more likely to be overspending than non-parents or parents with grown kids. And I think there's a lot of overlap. Millennials, we defined as 24 to 39-year-olds. So I think that's a lot of what's driving it. Parenting is not the whole picture also because millennials certainly have other financial pressures like student loans. They're in their formative financial years. Their salaries are still on the way up. They're buying houses. Maybe they're getting married. There's a lot of financial stress there already, not to mention that millennials were the most likely to have their income affected by the pandemic. So we've got all these things going on that add up to a lot of financial stress. And I just think that we need to avoid adding the holidays on top of that. If you finance $1,000 of holiday purchases at 16% and you're only making those minimum credit card payments, it's going to take you almost five years to pay that off. And you're going to incur $437 in interest. 
And this is on top of any existing debt burden that you already have. So it can be really expensive. Are there any indications as to what people tend to spend on? I mean, I have obviously we think of the presence under the tree, but uh, I know there's a lot of people who try to do special events, um, you know, concerts, plays, although that may not be in play this year because of COVID-19 restrictions. But what are the areas people tend to spend and overspend on so we can help people kind of go, oh, yeah, I was thinking about doing that. Maybe I can cut back there. As difficult as it's going to be to perhaps miss traveling this holiday season to see those family and friends or to skip some of those big holiday parties, the silver lining financially, at least, is that these are savings opportunities because we found that 34% of Americans are planning to spend less on entertaining this season. Only 6% are going to spend more than last year. The numbers for travel are almost identical. People are pulling back on gifts too, but not by as wide of a margin. That one was a ratio of more like two to one, spending less rather than spending more. The National Retail Federation found that holiday spending is probably going to be about flat on gifts this year. Their forecast is down about $8 from last year. So it's still pretty much flat. And that's what we've seen from other sources as well. I think that it's a very individual decision and I want everybody to have a great holiday, but I would stress that you can have a great holiday, hopefully without the material goods. And I I think we need to think about the values here. I think ultimately what most of us tend to value are experiences. You know, maybe instead of an expensive present, you can offer to babysit somebody's kids and give them a date night out, or maybe you can make them something if you're crafty or if you're really talented in the kitchen or, you know, whatever it is, just kind of being creative, maybe using your credit card rewards to give gift cards, let's say, or to redeem for cash back and then buy presents with that. The point is that a lot of us don't even remember what we got last Christmas. So I don't want you to be in debt just to buy that sweater or camera or or whatever that item is for somebody. Yeah, you can find this uh, report at creditcards.com. It's called Millennials, Parents, Those with Existing Credit Card Debt, Most Accepting of Holiday Budget Busting. We're visiting with Ted Rossman. I mean, that's a good point, Ted. I mean, I look back to my childhood, and I remember very few of the actual gifts I got, but I sure do remember it when uh, my mom's parents surprised us and my dad's parents by showing up on Christmas Day, and and they kept it a secret. I I definitely remember the family time together. You know, I definitely remember the days when it was uh, the Christmases where it was actually warm enough to get outside and do something growing up in the Midwest that didn't happen all that often. So I remember those experiences and memories with family a lot more than I remember those goods. But I certainly do understand wanting to get that picture and uh, watching your child's eyes light up with that favorite toy, but they don't know it, but they may not remember that when they're a teenager in their 20s or 30s. Right. That's where I think we need to keep the big picture in mind. Hopefully we have the vaccine coming. I think there's reason to be very optimistic about 2021 on the health front, hopefully on the economic front. Another way to look at this is if you're able to save some money now, maybe you can go on a great trip next year or, you know, you can do a home renovation that you've long been planning. I mean, maybe you can I don't know, put in that swimming pool or or whatever it is. You know, I think that we need to think about what we truly value and want and what we can do within the construct of our financial budget. 
Yeah, and when you're you're shopping online with, I suspect uh, there's going to be far more of that this year. And there was a lot of it last year. It's just so easy to, to your your credit card's already listed and put in there into Amazon or Walmart or Target or whatever. It's so easy just to just to make that other click and just add that thing because it looks like a great deal. So really, the the economy and the just uh, where culture is right now should be giving us a hard lesson in discipline uh, financially because boy, that just, it adds up. Like you said, that interest on that thousand dollar spending, you said, well, that's basically close to 50% interest. If you're just paying on those minimum payments as you were laying out. It can really stretch out for a long time. So yeah, part of the advice there too is institute that waiting period. Don't buy things impulsively, maybe put it in your cart, wait a day or two I like to avoid saving my payment information in these sites because they do just make it so easy. And also just being aware as we're shopping this year, I agree, most people will be doing that shopping online, but trying to avoid the temptation of things like store credit cards or mm-hmm. those buy now, pay later companies like Affirm and Afterpay, sometimes it works. I mean, if you can get no interest for six weeks and you're confident you can pay it back. But I I think it can also be a slippery slope of buying things on credit, assuming that you'll have the money in the future. It's been a tough year for a lot of people. So I think that rather than splurging financially, maybe we can look to more of the kind of simple pleasures this holiday season. Yeah, totally agree. Once again, you can find that report at creditcards.com. And also uh, you all are on social media as well through Bankrate, right? Yes, our sister site, Bankrate, and then we're also creditcards.com is our Twitter handle. Okay, great. Ted, appreciate the uh, insight. Hopefully, uh, we save some people some headaches and heartaches uh, through 2021 when those bills show up. My pleasure. Yeah, happy holidays. All right, I know it's getting a little bit late, but we've got time for your thoughts on this or anything else. Uh, 436-7900 here in St. Louis or 800-925-1120. I'm Mike Ferguson, in for Ryan Recker on Overnight America. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. Kind of some uh, random thoughts here uh, just ahead here because I, I just kind of was looking back over everything we've talked about. And, you know, a couple of people just uh, weren't real happy with my perspectives on things. But that's what talk radio is all about. Some people really fired up over, you know, the political stuff and the activist stuff. And, and I get it. We we should be passionate about about those things. We should take those issues personally because they do affect our lives. But at the same time. I I just, I got to think, and I'm becoming more and more convinced of this, that sometimes you got to step back and say, politics is not all there is in this world. There is more to life than that. I'm Mike Ferguson. It is 1148. Obviously, I'm in for Ryan Recker. Something's on your mind. We actually could fit in a phone call or two. If you're in the St. Louis area, you can call me at 436-7900. Anywhere in the country, 800-925-1120. And uh, right after the top of the hour, we're we're actually going to have those conversations when we get into the replay hours of can America actually heal? I mean, uh, Joe Biden, you know, is uh, is making a big case for, OK, the election's over. We need to unify. And uh, so let's all, you know, ditch the red state, blue state. We're just a uh, United States and, and that sort of thing. OK, well. A couple perspectives coming your way. One of those says, no, your side's been treating us very badly and calling us racist and all this kind of stuff for years. You don't get to win an election, assuming that's how it's going to shake out. It looks that looks that way. 
and then all of a sudden say, okay, we're all on the same team again. Interesting conversations um, and something to think about, whether you're conservative or, or whether you're liberal or, or not. But I think before anybody can even hope to reunify the country, I think there's a lot of us, and I say us because I think I got to do this too, where you got to step back and take a break for, for yourself. Now, listen, I, this is what I do for a living, um, filling in for Ryan tonight. I, I actually do have a syndicated show that I do otherwise. And so I, I follow public policy. I follow politics. I, 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 I follow uh, public affairs and, and all of these things that are on my American Viewpoint show that airs around the country. I've got a daily show in another city that I do. So I get, you know, up to my, my eyeballs in this stuff pretty much on a daily basis. And a couple of weeks ago, my wife came to me and she said, Hey, um, this weekend, meaning this coming weekend from right now, let's just go somewhere for a couple days, two or three days, and let's just get away and turn the phones off and not do any work and not watch any of the politics and not do any social media and just relax for a couple of days. And I'm thinking, well, we've got the holidays coming up. We're pretty busy. I mean, do we really have time for that? And I got to thinking back and, man, it's been an awful year for so many people. And, and you know, I had a, a bout with COVID. I had some other uh, health things that happened uh, with heart and what, my heart and whatnot. And, you know, obviously a lot of people are, are having a tough time financially, politics aside. And that's before you get into the politics the the closer we get to taking this little mini trip, and we're just running down to the Lake of the Ozarks. It's not like we're going that far. The more wisdom I'm seeing in her mindset. And I think that this might be something that would be good for a lot of people right now. Uh, you know, things get busy with the holidays, maybe not as busy this year with COVID-19, kind of putting a damper on a lot of the stuff that we would do in normal holiday years. But maybe it's a good idea to get away. We just went and got an Airbnb down in Lake Ozark for a few days. And the whole point is to remind ourselves that all of these things that we take personally, all of these things that upset us, or all of these things that we get so passionate about, they're important, but they're not the only important things in, uh, in life. And I think there are a lot of people, especially with this being an election year and everybody so angry at each other on both sides of the the issues with uh, the COVID rules and shutdowns and masks and, and all this kind of stuff, that before you can even think about healing a community or much less a nation, maybe some of us just need to repair a little bit in ourselves. And so think about that. Um, you don't have to do what the Ferguson's are doing, but but it, it wouldn't be a bad idea just to say, you know what, this particular weekend, we're not going to watch CNN. We're not going to watch Fox. We're not going to watch MSNBC. We're not going to watch, you know, One America. We're, we're not going to watch any of that. Uh, we're going to grab some books that we've been meaning to read, or we're going to do that journaling, or we're going to get back into our, our religious, uh, you know, Bible studies or whatever it is, and just kind of decompress for a couple days, go into the holidays refreshed. And don't just try to get caught up on an entire year's worth of sleep on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, which is, I think, what a lot of people end up doing. So uh, I'm glad that, uh, you know, she had that idea. She talked me into it. I kind of reluctantly did it because, yeah, I got stuff going on, but 
you know, the more I talk to people just through the radio and through other things, the more I think that there's really, uh, really a good idea that maybe all of us could learn. Or if you can't get away to take a trip somewhere, you know what, just make the whole world off limits for a day or two and, uh, you know, watch movies with your husband or your wife or your kids and uh, make sure that that all the things that stress you out are just not allowed for a day or two. All right, but we'll get to the conversations about the stuff that people are fired up about uh, here in just a couple of minutes. Just one more reminder that there is a food drive honoring uh, Officer Tamaris Bohannon happening right now, and it goes until November 24th. Uh, if you want to make a donation, which I'm sure that uh, would be very welcome, uh, the FBI St. Louis Citizens Academy Alumni Association and the St. Louis Area Food Bank would love to do that. So to find out where a donation bin is located near you, just go to FBISTLCAAA.org. I know it's kind of an unusual website address, so I will list it again. It is FBISTLCAAA.org and uh, put some food on somebody's uh, table, and there's nothing uh, political about that. All right. Uh, appreciate all the phone calls, even the ones that disagreed with me, actually especially the ones that disagreed with me, because I, I don't like talk radio that's just echo chambers. You know, I, I think if you feel strongly about something, you should be willing to talk about it, and you ought to be willing to be challenged about it, and that's kind of how I roll on those things. So if you want to connect with me on social media, and I hope you do, uh, look up my American Viewpoints uh, social media accounts. It's at AVP Radio Show on Twitter, at AVP Radio Show. And uh, if you're on Facebook, just look up American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Uh, get involved in the conversations there. And if you're trying Parlor at all, I'm giving this thing a whirl. Although I got to tell you, uh, Parlor is different. Uh, the, the app is about 10 years behind where Twitter and Facebook. But if you decide to go over there, if you're real conservative, that's kind of who they're marketing to. Uh, just, just my name. It's just at Mike Ferguson. So appreciate Ryan letting me uh, hold the fort down on his program. He will be back tomorrow. And uh, we are going to hear from, well, we're going to hear from some pretty hard-hitting commentaries regarding whether or not conservatives and liberals can actually get along and heal per uh, per Joe Biden's request. That's coming up here ahead in the replay hours on Overnight America on KMOX. My heart beats with the lonely rain Wishing I could see your face again Change the dial on the radio Find something playing kind of bluesy and slow If things were only like they used to be We'd be lying in love tonight I wish you'd call me on the telephone I don't want to spend another night alone Sleeping with the radio on It's the
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 